changing your corner of the universe change the world? We think so. You've heard the quote, be the change you want to see in the world. But what does that look like? This is where we meet the people that are walking that out. One person, one idea, one decision at a time. Here's Baden and Rex. All right, welcome back to another episode of My Corner of the Universe. Today, I am super excited because right now, most of us that are listening to this are locked down in our homes or will be soon if you're paying attention to the news. And during this time, we probably don't have any access to our gym. So today's guest is Renita Brennan. She is a fitness expert and health guru. So I'm super excited to get you on to talk about how people can stay healthy. Welcome yeah, to the show. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm yeah. really excited. I, I'm like, this is like a, a special moment. I feel like amongst all the chaos, there's this real component of people kind of taking control of their health and starting to cook again and nourish their right? bodies with food, yeah. like during all the kind of wild and craziness. It's like, there's actually like a calm about this. Yeah, it's definitely has the ability to have a grounding effect if people treat it like that and turn off the the news for a while and just reconnect with their family and put their screens away and just have some real family time, which I think uh, in this busy life that we all live that a lot of people lose that. So um, if you're looking for the good out there, there is good in it. And um, one of the main things that, you know, we wanted to get you on to talk about is I've been following your, your, social media for quite some time. And you always not only are like a positive beacon out there, whether you're talking about nutrition or um, fitness or whatever it may be, you always can count on positivity coming from you, which in this day and age, I greatly appreciate. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. I mean, well, I mean, you can go either way, right? And I always say, uh, you know, a negative mindset's not going to get you a happy life or a positive life. So you might as well just uh, believe positive, think positive. I'm just kind of a believer that the best is yet to come. Yes. And so I just, I live by that motto, you know, the best is yet to come. And so we're all in preparation for that. And, you know, that's not just in heaven. Like some people think I'm like, we have an abundant life here on earth. And the question is, are you living it? Right. You know, and if you're not, you can, and, um, it takes some minor changes and it takes some minor shifts in your mindset. And I, I've actually been studying, the neuroscience of the brain for a long time, but really uh, specifically for the last year, my mother was actually um, recently diagnosed with Parkinsonisms. And so it's got me down this whole trail of understanding neuroscience and how we are such creatures of habit. We've always right. known that and believed that and thought that, but the question is, how do we really change, right? Because you know, you look at a person's lifestyle and their habits, how do they really change? And it really goes back to changing our neuroscience, change your brain to change your life, right? And so that's a big Mm -hmm. thing that I've been uh, really focusing on, helping people to retrain that neuropathy, getting out of that uh, living from uh, just that mindless way of living. You know, 95% of what we do every single day is just the same stuff. And if it's not leading you the results that you want, it's time to kind of decide different and choose different and be very conscious about wake up and get after it with your health and your fitness. And so, yeah, it's a good That's time great. to do it. We're all at home. We can be doing uh, walking lunges down our hallway. Yeah. Like, this is perfect. yeah. yeah. Everyone's Tell us a little house. Bit about, oh, go for it. Baby. No, no, go for it. I was just gonna say, so you're right. Everyone's house is getting turned into a gym or should be turned right. into some yeah. sort of gym. Tell us so people know a little bit about your background in fitness and kind of so we can set some uh, foundation for everyone. 
Sure. You know, um, I've been at this a long time, so almost 23 years. Um, I'm, I have over 25 different health and fitness certifications. I actually went to college, got my four-year degree in business and FIED. Um, didn't know what I was going to do with that. I was kind of thinking about going into athletic training. And then I realized I was at an event and I, I was on the football field and I was actually waiting for somebody to get injured. And I thought, this is not what I want to do with my life. I don't want to sit around and wait, pe- wait for people to get injured. I want to prevent the injury from ever mm. occurring. So I was okay. like, okay, I'm not going to be an athletic trainer. I'm yeah. not moving into that direction. I'd rather be really in the realm of prevention. And, um, and so walked down that trail and, um, you know, clinical exercise specialist, uh, certified personal trainer, lifestyle and weight management consultant, certified nutrition coach. So uh, I've helped the state of North Dakota actually lose about 100,000 pounds of fat. Oh, that's uh, nice. You know, that's we're, we're, we're really heavy up here. I mean, we, we don't get out much, um, especially now. That's why yeah. we got to take this opportunity. But um, yeah, it was pretty crazy in that season of, of, of immense weight loss. I mean, we had people that were 79 years old, losing 120 pounds at 79. And so, I mean, just all ages, demographics. um, And so a big motto I have is just really people um, taking control of their health, take back their power by believing they can and learn to nourish your body. You know, we've been in this diet realm and this kind of crazy train where people are talking about intermittent fasting and keto and this and that, and there's so many, and it's so confusing to the average consumer and I'm like, how can, how can we just don't talk about nourishing your body with food? Mm-hmm. I mean, that covers a lot of bases. <laughs> Even right now, like with all the vitamins and minerals that we need, if we're nourishing our bodies with food, we're probably, you know, great. And so fast forward, my life has been kind of a journey of that. It's been uh, all about helping people be well, stay well, get well. Um, I'm kind of known for weight loss in North Dakota. I'm actually the NBC health and fitness expert. So I have my own show actually every nice. Wednesday morning. It's actually on in about um, an hour, but um, oh, awesome. they're not letting cool. anybody into the news station. So <laughs> they're oh, wow. running an old segment. Yeah, it's pretty tight, tight lockdown there. So um, so yeah, so I do that for almost uh, eight years. I've been the wellness Wednesday expert on there. So I love that segment because it is, it is uh, broadcasted all across our state and it allows me to talk about the things that I'm passionate about, which is getting people healthy. And, and so I get to make my own content for that. That's been a blessing. Um, so I do that. I just wrote a book. Um, another book, it's my second book. My, my first book was called nice and fat. (laughs) Fat is an acronym that means far away from the truth because I think most people are far away from the truth. And so it just kind of helps people again, kind of find that plumb line and get into that state of nourishing their bodies. And my recent book that I just launched about three weeks ago was actually called My CBD Money Tree. Yeah, I saw and it. Yeah. yeah, it's a really amazing kind of story of our journey. Um, we got involved with the CBD space about two years ago due to a family crisis, which is where I feel like a lot of people kind of find right. CBD or mm-hmm. cannabis as yeah. a health concern. And, um, and so I was super uneducated. You know, my dad was a Marine and he said, don't do drugs or I'll kill you. And we just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just didn't do them. And um, anyway, and so I had to really overcome my own limited beliefs, talk about neuroscience, about what I had um, kind of formulated in my mind about what CBD actually was. And mm-hmm. so I had to retrain the brain. Yeah. And, um, and that came really uh, quick because when you're in a family crisis and you're face down, and it's a child. It was our son that was actually um, in that moment. We were, we were um, testing him from, for some different stuff. And fortunately, by the grace of God, thank you, Lord, um, he didn't have anything wrong with him. But 
it got us in that direction. And mm. I actually believe it was a total godsend because uh, CBD has been a huge blessing yeah. for not only our family, but so many people's lives are changing because of it. Not just not just the financial aspect of it. That's a given. But um, physically, we've just seen literally CBD miracles. Yeah. So, we have CBD receptors in our body, correct? You got it, babe. Yeah. So yeah. they're literally all over. I mean, people say, where are they? And sometimes it's kind of, you know, you can see your ocular system, you can see your muscular system, but you can't see this endocannabinoid system, right? Because it's kind of uh, on, on our cells and their receptors. So they actually receive messages, which is kind of a big deal. Like, right. you know, mm-hmm. I always think, have you ever talked to somebody? And you're like, it's just not it's quite not- connecting <laughs> with that person, <laughs> you know? And in this case, um, the receptor sites allow you to receive those messages. And um, God put it in our body on the 16th day after conception. So this system has always been there. We just haven't really studied it. And part of it was because marijuana um, or cannabis has been really chastised and almost venomized for so many years. People Mm -hmm. have thought it's all the, you know, the devil's drug or something right. like that. And so um, a big part of what I've done is actually helped to educate people. Um, I actually went to the state Capitol and I helped the legislators rewrite our state century code. Oh, um, that's who, awesome. who, yeah. So I was part of the legislative process, never knew I was going to do that. Um, anyway, so it's been an interesting space just to uh, literally turn on the lights for people, right? I feel like when their cells are better communicating and they're these CB, CB2 receptors, are throughout our entire immune system. So you want awesome. to talk about that for a second? That's a big right, deal. Right. It's in our spleen and our tonsils and our entire stomach lining is full of these CB2 receptors. So people say, can it help with the immune system? Well, you know, it's certainly not going to hurt when you right. know that you want these receptor sites to be nourished so they can communicate for sure. So it's, it's just been an awesome adventure with that. Um, you know, my biggest thing is with health, it's so dynamic. Mm-hmm. You just got to stay with it. You got to stick with it. What we learned 20 years ago is just not what's working right yeah. now, probably, yeah. you know, That's and some good. people, they kind of get stuck in that rut and I'm like, just be coachable, be teachable. Like, you know, and many times that has happened to me because of a health crisis or someone around me needed, needed something. Um, but I think a lot of people, they, you have to change your way of thinking to change your life, you yeah, know? Absolutely. Yeah. And so, it, yeah, that's so good. Cause it is so true that health changes so much. It's like, the old egg analogy, right? An egg's terrible for you and then it's good for you and then it's bad for you again and then it's good for you, you know? So right. it is good to always be nimble and especially something with like CBD where things were breaking because I mean, this is, you know, unfortunately the, the federal government still sees it as a schedule one drug yet the, I believe the FDA was, they passed a drug that had CBD for seizures. So there's so much miscommunication even from the federal government with it. Um, yeah. But I did want you to talk about also about that book and then your first book and how that process was with, becoming an author? Like, did you self-publish? Did you find a publisher? How did that whole process go? How did you market it? Was it daunting, writer's block, all those sort of things? Well, that's, you know, I'm glad that I don't talk about that much on my journey, but um, I've really realized that maybe I should be talking a lot more about that because everybody I talk to says, well, I'd like to write a book. You know, you have all these people that have a book in them, (laughs) but they just haven't put pen to paper and and didn't know where to begin with that journey. But, um, you know, it's that old adage that if you want to do something, get around with somebody that's already doing it. So how it happened with the first book, um, Nice and Fat, is actually my friend who has been the news anchor over at the news station for uh, 30 plus years. 
is an author and she's written several books. Her name is Monica Hannon, which is kind of funny because it was Hannon and Brannon. Um, but anyway, so Monica Hannon actually, um, you know, she was, she came alongside me and, and what happened is I started on the news, uh, you know, and she was trying to lose weight. And so I kind of came in there as a voice of truth for her. And on this journey, one day we thought, we should be documenting this. Like, this is so good. Like what's happening here with the emotional and the mental overcoming and changes. Like, this is what every human goes through. We should be talking about this. And, um, and so Monica said, do you want to write a book? I'm like, sure. <laughs> like, I don't know. I've never read a, you know, yeah. I've written here in Bismarck. I've been um, featured in a lot of magazines, my, you know, and wrote a lot of, uh, you know, 400 word articles for just different publications throughout the years. So I have wrote a little bit, but you know, I always say I write like I talk, which is wordy. <laughs> and so my husband usually comes alongside me and cleans everything up. Cause he's like, Renita, this is too many words. Um, anyway. And so he's been great for that, but yeah. Monica said, let's, let's document it. So we, and how I wrote, it was pretty interesting. It, again, you'd get with somebody who's already doing it or, you know, is on the journey or is moving in that direction or has moved in that direction that you'd like to move. And you just kind of hitch on and learn and be coachable and moldable. And so I said, I've never done this before. She said, how about this? You chase me. She said, all right. I said, I said, let's write it in two fonts. The book is going to be written in two fonts. I said, one is like her side of the story, like the emotional saga of this weight loss and weight gain and the chronic dieter. And I said, and then me coming in there as the coach saying, Hey, listen, oh, this is great. maybe that's how cool. you perceived it, but this is what it's going to be like. And then we actually have a third font, which is, we call it the voice of truth, which is literally the word of God. We have just a, a power verse. We called it just one oh, scripture verse at the end of each chapter just for people to meditate yeah. on positive, you know? And so it's really written in those three fonts, which is, is kind of interesting. But anyway, so we started that journey and it was, she would write and she'd say, okay, I'm done with this chapter. Renita, will you, it's your turn. So she'd hand it to me and I'd read what she wrote. I was kind of like, oh my gosh, like I'm the coach, right? So like I'm coming in there and it was really, really easy to do. Um, but the crazy thing is about to, at the very finale of that, I was, I consider myself a little bit of ADHD, why? And that's why CBD has been a huge blessing for me. Awesome. Um, but I consider it a superpower, you know, never been medicated. Right. Yeah, kind of yeah, for sure. Lots of energy. And so, um, but I, I kept telling myself like this broken pattern in my head said, you're too ADHD to sit down and edit this book. But I knew I needed to get through it at least a couple times just to kind of clean it up before we sent it over to another editor, just to make sure it flowed, right? And um, and so I was I couldn't get my mind around it because I kept saying, You're you're too ADHD, you can't read for that long. And I'm like, I love to read. Like, I don't even know why I was telling myself that. <laughs> well, one day, this is a true story. So this drug out for two years, you guys, on our first book. I just couldn't pull myself together to sit my butt down and do it. And um, all of a sudden, one day I had the, the own network on, Oprah, net, Oprah Winfrey Network, and it was just on in the background. And this guy said, he was an author, and he said, he said, every day when, if you're an author, it was like, he might as well have just said, Renita, yeah. I'm talking to you. <laughs> like He might as well just said that through the TV because it was literally like a message from God to me. Yeah. He said, uh, he said, he said, when you feel like you can't, finish the book or complete the book. He said, instead of thinking, I have to get this done. I have to get this done. He said, I want you to imagine that what's in this book is so powerful. It's going to change so many lives. It's going to make such an impact. It's going to even save lives. He said, so instead of thinking I have to, I got to, he said, 
imagine yourself pushing back the resistance. And he said, what are you doing today to push back the resistance? Wow. And it was like this superpower rose up in me in that in front of the TV that morning. I said, yeah, I'm pushing back the resistance. And so I literally, I thought to myself, it was like, it was just a frame. I like, it was like a reframing that I had never thought about. I'm like, so many people may need this book to save their life or to save a loved one or to get on the right track to nourish themselves and quit being ashamed of themselves. And I'm like, I'm pushing back the resistance. I'm like, Satan, you can go to hell. And I just literally rose up. And in that moment, um, it's pretty interesting. My, uh, my mother-in-law called and said, can I take the kids for the day? Like just out of the blue, <laughs> yeah. just out of the blue, you know how things yeah. happen out of the blue. And all of a sudden I was like, yes. And I literally sat and edited that book. And for like about five hours straight. And I thought to myself, that was just like, it's just like hearing something, right? Or oh, being in so the presence good, yeah. of something that just switches something. And so now when people say uh, they don't know where to begin or how to start or whatever, I'm like, you know what? Every day think of it as what am I doing to push back the resistance? Because my message needs to be heard by someone that could potentially save their life. You know, If so, you're taking notes so. out there, that's that's tip number one from Renita. Push yeah. back the resistance. So yeah, good. So good. Push it back. Sit down. Yeah. It's like sit down resistance. Yeah. So then, so we actually, so here's something interesting. So we self-published. Um, and when we self-published the book, um, I, you know, I didn't think it was going to be like some, I, I wasn't sitting around visualizing like it was going to be. New York Times bestseller. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, I, I have a friend who is actually a world renowned, a couple of friends who are world renowned authors and they get the book deals where they sign the contract for, you know, $500,000 and they have this many books sold before it's even launched type deal. Right. So I'm very familiar with like that way. Um, unfortunately, you need to really know people and yeah. be, yeah. you know what I mean? You have to be kind of a, a skilled writer to, to kind of step into that genre. So I knew that wasn't for me. So I knew we were self-publishing. Um, but I knew that I had a great social media following and I knew that people were hungry for truth and for change. And so right. really what happened is the night, it was just the craziest thing. Here's the craziest thing. The night we launched the first book, I really didn't even tell a whole lot of people I was launching it because we had gone live and, and I have to give my husband credit here. Scott is a master at picking categories. So when you go to publish a book, I don't know if you guys know this, but when you go to publish a book, you have, there's like thousands of categories to choose from. Mm -hmm. So do you want to choose a category where there's 10 million books? Right. Yeah. Good luck like, being number one in that. Yeah, mess, yeah. Right. And so, so what happened is my husband literally narrowed it down. So we actually launched our first book, uh, nice and fat in um, mental health and eating disorders, uh, which in that category, there was like 6,000 books. And I actually, in my mind thought to myself, I could be number one in 6,000. Yeah, like yeah. I actually had that That's feeling. A like doable I number, one. right? Yeah. It's a doable number. You know, ten millions might might be a little excessive. I've never written a book before, but six thousand. I think we can do this. Yeah. And so I literally kind of just had that thought, and um, and so you you kind of um hit the button to self publish, and then it's going to take like seventy seventy two hours to upload to Amazon, and all of a sudden I kind of did a, a Facebook live saying, hey, in the next you know couple days my book is going to be live. I literally go to Amazon. And I went to click on my book and it was there. I was like, oh my gosh, it's there. Wow. Like I'm looking at it while I'm doing this Facebook live. And all of a sudden it just started like moving. Like and people, <laughs> oh, that's my, awesome. my, my, yeah. my Facebook live had like, I don't know. I don't know how many people like 50, 60, whatever people on right. it. And all of a sudden I, it's like number 10, number seven, number five, number three. 
all of a sudden I'm the top seller on Amazon wow, right next to Tim Tebow, right next to yeah, Tim Tebow cool, nice. and Joel uh, Osteen. It was like Renita Brandon, Tim Tebow, Joel wow. Osteen. I'm like, this is so God, this is, yeah. I mean, I can't even take credit for this because I don't even know what just happened. And so um, anyway, and so like, yeah, for, we sat there at number one, I actually sit up the whole night watching it because it was the most <laughs> remarkable thing for me um, just awesome. to say, how could like, here's Tim Tebow, here's Joel Osteen, like, how could I be up with these guys? My buddy, who's actually uh, a New York Times bestselling author called me. He goes, how'd you get to be a top seller on Amazon? Who published for you? I'm like, we self-published. She's like, what? Yeah. He's like, Renita, how did you do that? I was like, I don't know. Like this must be God. So, <laughs> so that was our first book. So our second book, I actually believed that we could be a bestseller again. It's funny mm-hmm. how once you, yeah. you have that, so that good. you've yeah. had that train of thought before you're like, I can do this again. It's kind of that old adage. Like if you're moving into something, you know, focus on your victories from the past. You know, have you heard people say that focus on mm-hmm. things that you know, focus on yeah. moments where you've got through things where you've overcame like, and so in my mo- moment, when we just, just literally launched my CBD money tree, I thought, well, of course this thing's going to be an Amazon bestseller. Our first one was, right. and now yeah. we kind of know better and can do better. And so sure as heck it very quickly, we um, went to number one in, in nutrition and vitamins and supplements. We wow, went to number nice. one in business and marketing and network marketing. And wow, so that's awesome. but, but that's awesome. I just knew it was going to be because again, right. I had that, that, that energy, that same energy as before. So, you know, my advice is find somebody who can, uh, uh, my cover's beautiful. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's, just, it's an awesome so, cover. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I mean, it just is. And, um, and so find somebody who can uh, make a beautiful cover and edit it beautifully. We had that. And then also find somebody that uh, can pick those categories. Well, that would be my advice. Um, Great stuff. I, a lot of people yeah. can write books, but the question is, can you sell a book? You know what I mean? That's... I say I have so many brilliant people around me that are much better writers than me, but I'm probably a little bit better marketer than them. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's like it's like in life, it's not just can you write, can you sell? Yeah. So I'm. Some people say, well, I don't like to sell, and I'm like, well, you better get over that real fast. If you want <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want anybody to read your book? <laughs> yeah. You know, if you can't sell it, who can? Right? Because yeah. you wrote it. And so, um, yeah. So that's my kind of story about the book, but it's um. It's been an awesome journey. I, I, someone has been telling me now recently, Renita, you need to make a, a PSC cookbook. And so uh, my end goal uh, in the next few years, I have actually, I bought the domain name Body by Jesus. And so in my spirit, Ooh, like nice. God is working on me to do a, a whole book about that. And so yeah. that'll be, that'll definitely be a number one. But in the meantime, I got a couple more in me here in the, in the next few That's years. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's not that hard to write a book. It's, it's, it's relatively easy if you have enough of the right people around you, but you know, you don't make a book to make a lot of money unless, you know, it's massive because when you self publish and especially like on Amazon, it used to be called create space. And now it's called KDP publishing for those of you that are interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so KDP publishing, you go there, you set it up. Um, I just went live yesterday with my ebook. So we'll see if we can uh, do a little bit of like move into that number one spot um, with ebooks. But yeah, KDP Publishing, when you go there, when you self publish, they take a huge portion of. I mean, think about this, you guys. They're the ones they're who are printing it, printing, yeah. they're distributing yeah. it. You know, yeah. if 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 Barnes and Noble with expanded distribution comes in there and says we want fifty copy, copies, they're printing it, sending it off to Barnes and Noble. So mm-hmm. they're doing kind of all the legwork. So you you get a lot less than you think. So if you think you're going to write a book to get rich, um, I would say think, think again. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
right? I would say maybe it's the the product or the tools that are in the book, or maybe the speaking right. engagements that you have alongside yeah. that book to really get out there and spread that message that you're wanting people to hear. Yeah, yeah. So. The, notor- the notoriety from it. Um, but that's great to, for, to say so people go into that with the right expectation. Because you're right, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I have a book in me. But you said, don't don't go into it expecting to be, you know, multi-million- a multimillionaire. Book, and yeah. I mean, unless you have some huge um, following, let's say you're a person that has a hundred thousand followers. Well, then you're going to make some bank when you, yeah, you, right. a book. Mm-hmm. you know, if you're a person that's starting and let's say that you have 50 followers or a hundred followers, or you're just kind of getting yourself, um, you know, into the marketplace. Um, you know, I always say, you want to have good expectations, but you don't want to have unrealistic expectations. Yeah. You know what I mean? My God is an audacious God. So I'll tell you what, he blew my socks off round one with uh, nice and fat. Like I didn't have, I didn't, wasn't thinking grandiose. I'll just be honest. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. So what was cooler for me than, than uh, making a million dollars was me sitting right next to Tim Tebow and Joel Osteen, yeah, two I could see that. Uh, like yeah. amazing humans and authors and just sharing that platform. Um, even if it was just for a couple days, you know, to be on that same platform, I thought to myself, this is just a blessing. And yeah. um, wow, my God is a great God. And who am I? But, you know, all of us, all of us have that in us. If if we believe and we start doing the right things and move in the right direction. So write a book, go for it. <laughs> That's what I say. Love it. Um, let's kind of transition into uh, some of the other things that you do. I see you got, what is peace? PFC plate. What is that? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny this morning I was walking downstairs and I kind of thought, cause I knew I was doing this. And one thing that I really haven't called myself, but that I definitely am is I'm an inventor. Like I love ideas. Awesome. Like I, mm-hmm. uh, I love them. Like I'm constantly thinking of ideas in the shower, especially, which I right. found out when you shower, that's comparable to when you're like sleeping. Do you guys know that those same kind of hormones are firing out? So that's why oh. you have good ideas oh, in the shower. Really? Yeah, so it's really cool. So if you if you need good ideas, just shower more. Just shower more. <laughs> <laughs> With Rona, that's perfect anyway. You want to be good. Yeah, anyway, yeah. and so uh, yeah, so the the PFC plate is something that I came um, up with. It was a God idea. Another God, not, not just a good idea, a God idea. Give credit where credit's yeah. due. I um and helped this the state of North Dakota lose a hundred thousand pounds of fat. I was giving literally hundreds of presentations, everything from um, military people to college athletes to workplace wellness to nursing homes to grade schools to kindergartners. And I was going in there and I was teaching PFC every three like a baby. And what that meant is protein, fat, carbohydrate. Okay. I'm eating smaller portion sizes every three hours. And that's really the principle to keep your blood sugar stable. And when your blood sugar is stable, your body literally releases stored fat so that your muscles can use it as fuel. And so a lot of people, that's why these different types of diets where people go long periods and 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 eliminate entire food groups. I'm like, you have to be so careful with that. You know, I have kind of a a three rule policy. Can I do it the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is number one. Number two, can I do it with my children? Would I feed it to my children? Mm. Which most people that are chronically dieting, you're not going to starve your kid out 18 hours. I'm just telling yeah. you, they're going <laughs> to be really crabby. Right. And number three, is it science-based? You know what I mean? So those three things, it has to check mark all three of those things. If it's really something that I'm going to do to nourish my family and myself, um, for the rest of my life, you know, is it science-based? Can my family do it? And is it something that can be done the rest of my life? And if you're saying yes to all those 
three things, then really it's, you're on the right track. If you're saying, well, you know, I'm just, I'm going to do this for a little while. You're really just another chronic dieter, probably, Mm -hmm. you know, you'll gain, lose, gain, lose. And that vicious cycle is actually what really stagnates a lot of people's metabolism. And so I was going in and teaching this principle of PFC, protein, fat, carbs, every three, every three hours, like a baby, small, smaller portion sizes, right. like a baby. It's kind of how a baby eats. Yeah. You don't feed a baby once every 18 hours. You know, the mm-hmm. nursing baby nurses every right. three hours with mother's breast milk or formula, which is a complete PFC, good nutrition, right, for that little babe. And so um, I had been teaching this. I knew it worked. It wasn't a question of whether or not it worked. Um, you know, I see, like I've said, I've seen 79, 80-year-olds lose 120 pounds. I've seen people, I've seen literally in North Dakota, I went into the Native American community and I helped a lot of them, the reservations here in our state. And um, I literally saw thousands of Native Americans get off their diabetes medications. Oh, so that's awesome. Met, met that's foreman and insulin. And, and so I knew it worked. So I wasn't thinking, well, maybe this is going to work. I thought everybody needs to eat like this. And so I... One day I took a shower and I was getting out of the shower and what I had been using, you guys know those um, packs of white paper plates. They're like 300 to a stack. Right. You've seen those, you know, there's like yeah. the cheap paper plates that you yeah. take on a picnic, right? Yeah. And so like, you can't put much food on them because it soaks through type deal. But anyway, those paper plates, I, I probably should have taken out stock in those plates because <laughs> I had given away literally hundreds of thousands of those plates. Like every wow. presentation I went to, that was my tool for learning. Everybody got a paper plate. Every mm-hmm. single person got a paper plate and I'd have them draw like this thing. It almost kind of looked like a peace sign a little bit. Right. It said PFC. And then we'd, I'd educate them about how to put their body in homeostasis through blood sugar stabilization on the back of the plate. And then they'd flip it over and then I'd say, okay, list your names of proteins, you know? And, and I knew that I was onto something when I was educating a group of college athletes. Um, and one of these athletes, I said, name a protein. And the guy hollers out oatmeal. And I was like, <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Like, and i thought this is wrong like this is why these athletes don't know what to eat they're eating twizzlers you know what i mean because they just have no idea how to nourish their body with food and so um so i would have them write the p the f the c so they would know exactly what a protein is what a fat is what a carbohydrate we discussed the portion sizes which in our country has gotten completely out of control so we discussed that um for the amount for women for men for children so again it's not just for the, you know, the 50 year old woman who wants to lose weight plan. Like this is literally to nourish your family plan. If you have to lose weight, you'll lose weight. If you have to gain weight, you'll probably gain some weight. True story. And so anyway, so I had, I had taken these white paper plates in to every place I went. It was the tool. And what was happening is I was running into people and they would say, Renita, you came into my workplace a year ago and you had us draw on that paper plate. And I went home and I put it on my fridge and we started eating like that. And I lost 30 pounds and my husband lost 40 pounds. And then I'd run into somebody else and they'd say, are you Renita Brannon? My son uh, brought home this white paper plate with this PFC <laughs> yeah. on it. And we started eating like that. And our whole family is so much healthier. Thank you. So I would run into these people that literally were taking this white paper plate and putting it on their refrigerator, like as a resource. And so that day in the shower, I stepped out of, I was in the shower and yeah. I had this idea, you need to create a plate. You need to create a plate, Renita, like an actual tangible tool for people to eat on. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to create a plate. So I got out of the shower and I said to my husband, I think I need to actually make a plate. <laughs> I need to make a like, plate. <laughs> I need to make a plate. Like, I don't know where to begin this process or how this yeah. is going to happen, but like, you know, the, I, I'm like, like, I need to make a plate. Like, I think it's, I think, I think God just told me to make a plate. And so 
So that was probably, so I started talking to a friend of mine who was really heavy into PFC and he's like, oh yeah, 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 you should do that. And and I never, and he never really kind of came into full, full fruition with me because we were thinking about doing it together, but everything works out exactly how it's supposed to work out. I've decided God is for mm-hmm. me, not against me. So it's not, um, he's never, it's never like what happened to you. It's what happened for you always. Mm-hmm. Right. Love like it. I just, so I good. love that mindset when you just live like that. And so he eliminates the people and the, the situations that are not supposed to be there. In the moment, you're like, oh, my God, it's falling through the cracks. Yeah. And it's actually working out exactly how it's supposed to. So long story short, I had this relationship and with this guy who was an inventor. And he was probably the smartest person I knew. And so I thought, he's going to tell me, like, how to make this plate, like how I could actually get a tangible plate. So I went to him and I, I told him the idea. And he's like, I love it. We could get, how do you want to do it, Renita? Do you want to do um, bone china or do you want to do paper? And I'm like. Well, bone china was going to be like a hundred thousand dollars. And I'm like, well, what if nobody <laughs> buys the plate? I spent a yeah. hundred grand, right? Like that's a big investment. And so we started with the paper plate and we sold 50,000 of them. So wow. he oh, nice. actually had all the connections to get um, the paper plate made. We actually sent it to the FDA to get all the testing. Like it was like a process. It's been right. like a journey, uh, mm-hmm. a real journey. And after we sold 50,000 of those, our biggest, uh, biggest request was, can you get one that's dishwasher? Uh, yeah. friendly. And so I said, okay, I think it's time to make the bone China plate. And so we actually got this. I mean, it's so beautiful. When I look at it, it's so beautiful. You guys got to get the plates and, and on the plates. <laughs> it, I mean, it's so awesome. Like That's I right. love it. Yeah. It's, I love it. Like when you look at it, it tells you the exact proteins, the exact fats, the exact carbs and the exact portion sizes. So for you as two guys, um, what your portion size is going to look like versus your spouse or a child. Right. And so it's very, I'm such a, I believe the first, well, it is the first stage of learning is visual. Mm-hmm. First stage of the very first stage is visual. Second is auditory. And so when somebody can visually look at something and not just once, but again and again and again and again and again, yeah, now we're changing that. the neuropathy of their brain. And I'm yeah. all about the neuroscience. Like let's rewire that brain so that this becomes a lifelong habit. And so we actually did the, the launch, the, Bone China plate sold like hotcakes. It's so cool. And, um, we have a big thing coming up where we're going to be featured in a major publication nationally. Um, awesome. it's just again, by the grace of God, uh, everything for me right. in my life is just yeah. not aligning my steps. I'm just trying to keep up. Uh, yeah. When people say following God is boring. Like my life is not kumbaya. Yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> life is like a wild adventure. Like I'm like, really? This is what you want me to do, Lord? Well, I think it's also real quick is that it's not just following. It's like you can sit there and say, I'm waiting for God to give me my sign. But what separates you is that you're getting that sign and then you're taking action. Yeah. Immediately, usually has that like that. That's I'm like, you know, I always feel like um, opportunity is is fleeting. It is fleeting. You know, like, I mean, look at the moment that we're in right now, just in this particular moment. I mean, none of us knew this was going to be happening a month ago. We had no idea that our entire cities were going to be on lockdown. And so rather than me um, kind of think, you know, some people I'm talking to, they're like, oh, it's kind of a pity potty. I'm sitting here thinking, how can I help people right now in this moment? And then my second thing I'm thinking is, how can I monetize this? You know what I mean? Because for me, I am an entrepreneur. I'm a conscientious capitalist. So I sell things like people well. Conscientious capitalist. I love it. That's what I am. I I only do it if it's a win, 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 win situation. If it's a lose in there, I'm not part of it. And so for me, um, it's all about like, okay, we have a moment. Is Mm -hmm. Are we going to heed this opportunity? Are we going to sit home and 
turn on the news again and get more depressed. You know, nothing changes. Like we can't do anything about that, but yeah. what can we do with the tools that we've been given and what's in our hands, you know? And what you so, just said too, like just a second ago, you said, you know, like things don't happen to us, they happen for us. So that's so yeah. applied to this situation right now. Yes. Yeah. Man, I, mean, I love it. Us, love it. I love it. And I, I mean, if you start, it literally, if you start framing your life like that, I'm just telling you that one thought will change everything like yeah. that one thought. And I can't take a, I can't take a hundred percent ownership for it. I believed in that way of life and thinking my whole life, probably I've lived like that, but I love Ed Milet. Do you guys know him? And he actually said it in one of his podcasts and I'm like, wow, you know what? I think, I think like that, that is how my thinking is. It's never like that happened to me. I'm always thinking, okay, God, you must be, I know my God is for me. Mm-hmm. If not, the whole Bible's a lie. I'm like, so God is for me, not against me. Like he's working things out on my behalf and just kind of, and that's, I suppose, faith, right? Just yeah. leaving and walking in that general direction, you know? Um, anyway. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, all of this is just an exciting time. I feel like, what can we do right now, right here with our health, you know? And I've, I've been doing Facebook lives and people exercising. Cause for me, I'm like, I know that motion releases emotion for sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. The quickest way to get out of that depressed, kind of complacent, like downtrodden state is to move your butt. Get yeah. it going. And when you do that, it literally creates these chemicals like, the hormones, right? All the good hormones that we talk about that are in our brain that actually God put us there. I always say, God, God put these hormones in my brain to get me high. Like I don't need to go do drugs. I just get high in life. I go to the gym, you know, I go exercise or go for a run. And now in this case, we start exercising in our home, you know, let's talk about that. What can people do right now when they're listening to this? Oh my goodness. I mean, well, we should probably all just get up and start doing jumping jacks while we're yeah. listening, right? Yeah. Or push-ups, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a real good thing to do is if you guys have a mini trampoline, which I find out a lot of people have mini trampolines. It's like in the basement in the quarter full of co- cobwebs, like those yeah. little trampolines that they picked up at like a garage sale for a quarter, right. like get that sucker out and put it um, in the middle of your living room. And the crazy thing is, is if you are going to have a TV on at all to be up to date, I'm not, I'm not um, so you know, I don't want to be so far-fetched to say, hey, don't know what's going on. I mean, you Mm -hmm. want to be educated. Like you want to know what's happening in your city, but yet you don't want it to be consuming you and paralyzing you. Right. And so the best way to do it, I'm like, get that mini trampoline in front of that TV. If you're going to be having that TV on and just run in place on that thing. That way, the whole time your cortisol is going down instead of up, 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 which is actually creates hypertension. Right. And um, a lot of anxiety in a lot of people we're seeing. And so what I would definitely say is start moving. Like if you don't have a trampoline, simply like I, yesterday I did a workout where literally you didn't need a piece of equipment other than your body. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just making the decision to move. It's just mentally deciding I'm moving and don't wait to feel like exercising. I always tell that to people. Some people say, well, I don't feel like it. I'm like, if we waited to feel like <laughs> yeah. it, yeah. none of us would be exercising. Yeah. I never feel, I never think, oh geez, I really feel like it right now. I'm like, you know what? I got this to do, that to do. That's a really that. great tip right yeah. there. No, I'm serious. So the feelings come after the hormones yeah. are released once it's done. Not before, like you don't have this huge oxytocin drop into your body. You're like, yeah, I'm going to get up exercise. <laughs> that's, that's not how it is. Yeah. Like, literally you do it and then your body creates those chemicals and you have that chemical change and that hormonal change where you say, wow, I feel really good. I'm glad I did that. Yeah. And that, but, and those, so, but it does change once you start, right? I mean, I've noticed that too from exercising. It's like 
once you because you you if your if your life is stagnant on the line of exercise you never feel like exercising but then once you start that consistent routine then all of a sudden you find yourself every day like i really feel like exercising i need to get to the gym or i need to work out right now. yeah yeah it goes back to that 95 percent neuropathy that i was talking about so 95 percent of what we're thinking and doing every single day is exactly what we did yesterday and the day before you know what i mean that literally is the neuroscience of our brain that's not me saying that that's proven that 95% of everything that we do every day is literally what we did last week, last month, and probably last year. And so you have to step into that 5% zone if you're really going to change your life. Um, Let's say that like now for me, my 95% is exercise. Like it's like, that's just who I am. Right. right. I just eat healthy. It's not like I have to go on and say, oh my gosh, I got to start on this PFC plate. But what I find is most people, when they begin on the journey, if they're, they're, they're not living their best self, if that 95% is not producing the results that they're wanting, then you need to move into the 5% zone, baby. Like mm-hmm. if the 95% is not giving you the health of your dreams, <laughs> you know what I mean? If it's actually making you overweight and miserable and diabetic, okay we got to move you now into the 5% zone. And that 5% is completely conscious. There's nothing about the 5% that is unconscious. You are consciously deciding, I'm going to get up right now and I'm going to do 20 jumping jacks. You're consciously making those decisions. Nothing is on autopilot in that 5% zone. The 95% is kind of like autopilot. I mean, think about it. You guys get up in the morning. You probably get get out of the bed on the same side of the bed. You probably put the first foot down and then the other foot down. You probably walk to the bathroom and put your left contact in and your right contact. Like you're not consciously thinking about all those things because if we would, it would drive us nuts. Mm-hmm. It, our brains would be overwhelmed. So God does that on purpose. Oh, that's our good. Brains, yeah, our brains are actually that's a, a blessing. Like, have right. you ever like got to work or got to a location yeah, and totally. you don't even really know how you got there. Like yeah, you couldn't yeah. tell you the street. You couldn't tell you maybe one song on the radio. Like you, you kind of were just in that autopilot. Well, that's on purpose. God does that on purpose so that we're not overwhelmed with having to decide every single thought. I mean, can you imagine Okay, bend over, put my right foot in my right sock, pull it up to my, you know, can you imagine if you had to think about right. every single yeah. thought you'd be a crazy train. And so 90, we need to live from that 95% for the majority of our, um, what we do in a day. But the truth is, is, is creating the health that we want. And for most people that I talk to, it's not, it's not creating the health right. of their dreams, the body of their dreams. Um, it's actually leading them awry and they're actually going in the opposite direction of what they need to be doing. So that's where I'm like, okay, it's time to really mentally engage yourself, to pull yourself over to the 5%. So everything we're going to think about what we're thinking about, think about what you think about. Okay. So when you go to say, okay, I'm going to stand up right now and exercise, you're thinking about that. If you're sitting out here and you're not exercising and you're thinking, well, I'm just going to kind of, you know, sit here and not exercise again. Think about that for a second. Is that what you want? No. Okay. I'm going to think about what I'm thinking about. I'm going to get up. I'm going to move into action because I want to move into the 5% where I'm actually making moves in my life and, and retraining. Now studies show it takes 21 days. Here you go. Right. Of, of that repetition to literally become it actually in your brain. I think of it like a, I think of it like a old country road. I grew up on a farm and when it would rain and people would drive across the section line, it would make those big ruts, Hmm. you know, in the ground. And then if another 
car would go over that, the ruts would get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. I think about that, like our brains. Oh, our, right. Like, That's a great analogy. Like, yeah. 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 Like those ruts, like, right. And so what happens is that when you're in that rut, now, if it's producing a great result, again, stay in there. It's not actually a rut, then it's a groove thing. Groove thing. Shake right. your groove thing. You know, right? it's funny. I always pictured it as a sled hill, like sledding on snow. And you go down, there's one track and you go down again, the track gets a little deeper or you, yeah. you got another, you know, so. Like that, would you get the visual where yeah, it's like totally, laying yeah. down this groove, right? And so our brain loves that. Our brain loves repetition, right? And especially when we're pe- repeating the right things. And so what happens is, is when you're in that, uh, that if you're creating the new neuroscience, 21 days, that groove is getting deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. The problem is for a lot of people, they do things very short lived, right? right? They do it for mm-hmm. five days. They're like, you know what? I freaking hate getting up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym. I'm done. Because 85% of weight loss is what you're putting in your mouth, you know, and people think that they can outwork a bad diet. They can eat mm-hmm. all the pizza and then go to the gym every day and it's going to work for them. And I'm like, listen, you know, outwork a bad diet. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to change your life to change your life. Here, yeah. You know what I mean? At a certain point. So anyway, so the 21 day um, neuropathy is, is neuroscience of what it takes to literally lay down that new thought pattern or that belief. And it's interesting. Let's say that you're in the old country road rut. Let's say that your life is a rut right now with your health <laughs> and maybe with you watching like the news constantly with what's going on, you just did a rut. You're like, ah, I don't feel good. So what's going to happen is, is when you move like from those rut, from those deep grooves to the higher ground, have you ever driven on an old country right. road and then went to the high ground? It's kind of shaky. And you're like, what the hell just happened with the vehicle here? It's all over the, all over the, all over the kind of country road. It's really mm-hmm. shaken and uneasy. Right. and It doesn't feel good. So when you come out of that rut, it's not like, Oh great. We're smooth sailing here. It's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. It's like, it totally shakes you and kind of breaks you and makes you, um, Okay. Like that was, this is not easy. You know what I mean? Like I just kind of pulled myself out of that stinking thinking and I'm getting myself on a new track and we're going to lay down a new groove thing and it's going to take 21 days. So prepare yourself mentally. You know, there's this great thing. I talk about homeostasis a lot with nutrition and weight loss and just with our bodies with CBD even, but there's something in our body, in our brains actually called the homeostatic impulse. So what the homeostatic impulse is, is like when you are doing a certain thing, let's say that you've been eating poorly for 40 years. When you start to eat on the PFC plate, your homeostatic impulse, because it's been trained like that, wants to pull you back to the crappy eating. Right. Yeah. So you have to kind of prepare yourself mentally to say, hey, for the next two, three, five, 10 days, I'm going to have to get my game face on and know that this homeostatic impulse is going to try to pull me back into that rut. And I'm not going, you know, because I'm on the new path and I'm deciding I'm conscious. I'm thinking about what I'm thinking about now. I'm creating that 5% the life that I want to live. Anyway, I love neuroscience. No, Can you tell? Oh my so, God, I love it. so good. I was literally so just taking notes as you're talking the whole time, multiple things like, oh, I got to write that down. That was so good. Yeah, it is good. And, but it, it applies to everything, not just fitness and nutrition. So it applies to our lives, to making a change. Well, like really. right now you said, like people have been in their normal life pattern and all mm-hmm. of a sudden everyone right now is on that country road getting shook out of their pattern. And for a lot of people that even had great workout habits, their habit was going to the gym. You're and right. So now they're going to have to transition into figuring out how to stay fit at their house. And okay, I think so it's also me... worth noting real quick too that that road is bumpy. Getting out of that... so people are freaking out right now, but let it be known that it's like, hey, this is normal. This is natural. Like things are going to be bumpy. Like don't freak out. This is what's supposed to happen when you get out of the rut. Now we just start to adapt. You are so right. And if you have again, 
part of it is expectations, right? Like, so if we're expecting, oh, this is going to be a breeze and it gets a little rubber meets the road on day two and people are like, ah, this is harder than I thought, right? Just expect that and know the homeostatic impulse. Remember, our bodies and even our minds always want to pull us back to that comfort zone, always. Mm -hmm. It's why why you always want to take the path of least resistance. Like, have you ever been to the gym and one muscle group gets tired, so another muscle group starts coming in there and helping out? Why? Because your body is trying to go into the path of least resistance, and our minds do exactly the same thing. So if something is challenging us or stretching us, initially our brains say, hey, that's not my homeostatic impulse, and -hmm. it keeps trying to pull back here. Here's the great news of the hour. This is the, this is the moment. Studies show when there is a major transition or even a crisis is when you're most coachable and teachable. It's when wow, your brain, cool. yeah, this is huge for that's this great. moment because in this moment, when you have, just think about this. It's kind of like, um, think of a major transition in your life. You got married. Okay. You went from maybe living single to now living with a person and you're open to things like you're going to the grocery store together. You're buying new uh, foods that maybe you haven't bought before. Why? You just got married. Right? So when you have these major um, turning points in your life, these transitions or even a crisis, we could even call it a crisis in some States because crisis creates clarity. Actually, it's a chapter in my book, my CBD money tree crisis creates (laughs) clarity. What a great name for a chapter. Cause it's true. When you're in crisis, you get crystal clear about the direction that you want to be moving and the direction that you want to be in. But neuroscience wise, when a, a crisis or a, a big shift happens, let's say you change your job, you lose your job, something happens, you have a heart attack, whatever it is, in that moment, studies show you are most willing to change and for that neuropathy to like actually be easier. It's why people change and sometimes the change is the best right after a major crisis. Like, have you ever heard about a person that had a heart attack, didn't die, lived, made the change, and now you meet them 20 years later and they're like, that heart attack was the best thing that ever happened to me. It changed the course of my life. Yeah, yeah. And you heard about that. Yeah, like even I remember like after major events like 9-11, you hear so many times people said, it was after that event that I did this or I started doing this and I never put it together. I'm so glad you said that. And it's also so empowering for the time right now once again that everyone is scared and freaked out it's like no this is empowering this is time for us to to have our most teachable moment to grow in the spot that we most need to grow in they come back and connect as family units as as neighborhoods as communities yeah Yeah. like what we need to talk about earlier too actually cooking i mean i mean right i mean like our family we cook a, a lot too but it's especially a lot of people who live in bigger cities like the idea of like cooking multiple meals a week is foreign concept to them now. Yeah. Well, I always say that's why we're yeah. addicted to the cooking shows. It's a form of idolatry in our country. <laughs> like we, we idolize like these cooking shows, like, oh my gosh, I wish I could be like that person. I'm like, you are that person. Yeah. I'm like, there we go. You yeah. know, get that basil out. And so, it, you know, all of it is just, we have to look at it as an opportunity for growth. Like you said, I love that. And it's so true because in this moment, this can become our brightest moment in our life where when that happened, I did this. And it's literally like, because of that moment, some people will cower in this moment. I'll tell you, they will. And there's going to be anxiety. uh, Depression is going to go up. Like that's going to happen. But you don't have to be that person. You can mentally right now today decide, you know what? This is my moment. This is actually a moment. This is an ordained moment that God assigned to me that I can actually make a change. I've been wanting to change for 20 years. Maybe it's this moment right here where I can actually learn how to cook a little bit, where I can actually teach my kids to nourish themselves because I know they eat too darn much junk food. You know, this is my moment. And so again, it's not what happens uh, to you, but what happens for you. God is doing something for us in this moment 
to propel us in a positive, healthy direction. The question is, are you going to captivate the moment? Yeah, are you going to step into so the awesome. moment? You know what I mean? Are you going to move in that direction? Yeah, and yeah. um, I don't know. That's I so love good. it. I think this is a this is an amazing time when you think about. Um, I just read this thing when I was studying neuroscience. They said that when people go to college. Um, that's a major shift. Kids going to college. Right. So they're more open to things. So that's why the marketing of like credit card companies when kids go to college mm. is so great. Now that's, I don't think necessarily a great thing, but the reason they're marketing so heavily with the credit cards is because it's a fundamental change. People leave yeah. the house and their minds are open to um, opportunity, good and bad. Again, mm. we should say that part, right? It's right. good and bad. Yeah. So that's where it's really important that you get your thoughts aligned with the thoughts of God and thoughts, kingdom thoughts, right? Thoughts yeah. that are going to be um, heavenly thoughts that are going to lead us up, not down. And so it's just really important to say, okay, whether it's, I mean, my son, my son, they canceled the entire, I mean, all these athletes, think about yeah. this, you guys, all these yeah. athletes. Wow. What a blow, like what they knew, what they were training for. The seasons are over. They're done. In fact, they might be done next year too. We're like, we don't even know yet. Right. Yeah. And so these kids are at this moment. I'm like, gosh, we got to get in there and help these kids to get their minds right so that they focus on something positive and don't go down that negative rabbit hole where maybe they're saying, well, now I'll just drink every night because I don't have to be drug tested or mm-hmm. whatever. They could go negative. And so yeah, really right. quick, we yeah. have to grab this is, so this is a moment for people like you guys and like me where we can say, come in there. And I literally just start asking God, um, I say, what is it that you want me to do in this moment? And Jesus asked that in the Bible. And he said, what is it that you want me to do, Lord? And I, I sometimes just say that out loud. And when you ask that question, brace yourself. You're about <laughs> to go on a wild adventure because it's like amazing. When you start asking, what is it that you want me to do right now, Lord? What is it that, who do you want me to help right now? It's almost like the ideas are endless. And the more I talk about the ideas, the more ideas God gives me. It's funny right. how that works. It's almost yeah. like I'm glorifying him. So he's like, hey, kid, it's like that verse in the Bible says, for the eyes of the Lord range to and fro the earth, looking for those who want his help so he may serve them. And I'm like, pick me right here. Here <laughs> yeah. I am. Do you see my hands in the yeah. air? I'm jumping up and down. And so like, I am that person where I'm like, hey, what can I do in this moment to serve and bless others? What can we do in this moment to get people's minds right, their hearts right? Like nourishing their bodies with food and nutrition and family and the good stuff. And um, anyway, I could talk all day. I, let's let's talk life. about tips. Like you're yeah. saying people like they're going to be not at the gym. So what would you, for someone that's used to going to the gym, what would you say like, hey, you're not going to be able to go to the gym. So I, I, my, my tip would be follow Renita on uh, her social media platforms. That'd be the number yeah. one tip for sure. That would be a good one because I'm yeah. always doing live free workouts. In fact, when you go to my social media page, if you just type in five and 25, you'll see hundreds of workouts to do. And yeah. I do everything. So because I'm certified to teach over 25 different modalities of exercise, I mean, everything from Pilates to kickboxing um, to even my mom, like with her with Parkinsonisms, I actually went and got delayed the disease certified for people with Parkinson's. So I do something that's called chair size, where I do everything seated in a chair for those that can't get up and move. So I really, for me, and that's kind of been um, my Achilles heel. I'll be honest with you. My Achilles heel is I just want to help everybody. You know, I haven't narrowed it down to say, I'm just going to help athletes or I'm just (laughs) going to help overweight women. Like, I'm like, I want to help everybody. I want to nourish the world, God. Like, I, I literally feel like that. And how can we help these people? So I'd say, yes, follow me. But simple things that you can do is like when you're going to brush your teeth in the morning, because everybody's going to brush their teeth. That's going to be a same neural pattern. They're doing mm-hmm. that anyway. So you could start by doing that on one leg, 
a stork stand while you're doing it. You could say, you know, while I'm standing here doing this, I'm going to uh, basically do 10 squats and then brush, like just adding little components of physical fitness, like throughout your regimen, throughout your day, instead yeah, of saying, great. I go to the gym at this one hour every single day. Mm -hmm. Well, you're not doing that right now. You know right. What I mean? And you can still mentally prepare by saying, Hey, you know what? I'm going to dedicate this time, this space, 30 minutes to use whatever equipment you have. Like I said, most of the stuff that I do on social media doesn't uh, entail a lot of equipment. Like I usually say, use your body weight. If you have light dumbbells, grab them. If you have soup cans, grab those, but you could get a heck of a workout with using absolutely nothing but your own body weight as resistance, you yeah. know? And so um, I would say that, I mean, basic things, jumping jacks, push-ups, planks, like these kind of fundamental things that are total body conditioning are so uh, awesome. Um, today, later on, I'm going to do a wall workout. The entire workout is on a wall. And so I'm going to start with wall squats, but then I'm going to turn around for the little bit more advanced athlete and actually walk my feet up on the wall. My hands are on the ground. My kids are going to do it with me. And yeah, so we're going to do an entire workout utilizing the wall in your house. So if you all have a wall, you can do the workout. And so, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of getting creative with that, with all of that, but there's lots of great free resources online. In addition to me, I'm not the only one, obviously there's lots of great stuff out there. I think that the fact that you're um, open and like, you know, being in our houses right now compared to 40 years ago, <laughs> it is awesome being stuck right. at home right now. Yeah, like you so could true. get a college degree. You could come out of this thing in the shape of your body. <laughs> yeah. Like, you'd be like the Corona. I lost 30 pounds, took my health back. My kids learned to cook and I'm ripped. Yeah. <laughs> like you just like you could have that mindset about like, hey, I'm going to utilize this as a special time because let's be honest. How many of us have ever had a time like this before? Yeah, like, I mean, or, like, uh, I mean, Christmas break is too small for me with my oldest when he comes home from college. I'm like, just stay hopeful. I love you. I love yeah. you. Like, it's just too short. Right. And now we have like this window where it, we don't know. We don't know. I mean, today they might say it's 30 days and 60 days and a year. Right. I don't know. Some, some schools have canceled until next year in Kansas city, I heard. And so yeah. like, it's like, we don't know where we're at with this, but instead of saying, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Say, wow. What an opportunity. Mm -hmm. What an what opportunity am I do to do with it. Yeah. What am I going to do in this moment? Like, I'm never going to have this much free time with my children ever again, all at my house at the same time at this age. I mean, this is incredible. In fact, last night when I went to bed, I said to Scott, I can't, we can't miss a moment of this. I said, we actually should be filming like five to 10 workouts a day with the boys and just different varieties of workouts, yoga, Pilates, kickboxing, strength training, like just different workouts and be putting them out there for families to get well together. Yeah, I'm like, so this is a good. special moment, yeah, that's good. you know? Anyway, so what to do, do something is yeah. my advice. <laughs> just do something. Just don't sit on your butt. Like I said, maybe you stand up and say, you know what? I'm going to do um, 20 butt kicks and 20 jumping jacks before I go to the fridge. Mm -hmm. And you just, you give yourself a goal. I think part of that is just having a little bit of a, uh, an intent, you know, okay, this is what mm. I'm going to do at this moment. It's kind of like the person um, who, every time I walk by my water machine and I have a water machine out in my exercise room and I always have a glass of water filled because I don't like cold water. I like room temperature water. Mm -hmm. So I literally fill up my water and I let it set there. And then when I walk by or walk through that room, let's say I have to walk to the garage for something, or let's say I have to walk to the exercise room. I always grab the, it's like a, it's like a cue for me. I it's see that. Water, I walk uh, in that room. I drink that. And then uh, I fill it back up, walk out of there. Next time I come in the room. So I drink a ton of water because I literally have trained myself. It's like Pavlov, Pavlov and the ringing bells. I'm like a dog. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I literally train my brain to drink water every time I walk into that exercise room. And so creating things like that, 
You know what I mean? They say the best way to create a long-term new habit is to take something you're currently doing already. That's why the plate is so great. You're all eating already and you're just going to change it to the right stuff. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to look at that plate that says your proteins, your fats, your carbs. It's very hard to eat unhealthy on that plate, by the way. It's like a personal trainer sitting in your face. (laughs) Like my husband said, you don't put a big pile of chocolate on the plate and feel good about it. Yeah. You know, because it literally is kind of looking at you and it's a reminder. It's like a constant personal trainer saying, yeah, that's good. This is what I need to be doing, but we can do that in all facets of our life. We can say every time I walk to the fridge, I'm going to get mindful about why I'm opening the fridge. You know, there's that old acronym. I've, I've written it in all my books. It's called HALT BS. Have you guys heard of that? Uh-uh. HALT BS. Yeah. HALT BS means are you hungry, angry, lonely, tired, bored, or stressed? And so when you ask yourself <laughs> yeah. that, like let's say you go to the fridge because you're stressed because you just turn off the news and you're mm-hmm. freaking out and you go to the fridge to eat because there is a, a chemical reaction that happens when you eat right? And, and when you're eating sugar, it literally lights up these areas of your brain that feel like a high, which is why people get addicted to sugar so easily. So what happens is when you go to the fridge, ask yourself, hold the BS. Am I really hungry here? Or am I angry? Am I lonely? Am I tired? I'm bored. Oh, I guess I'm just stressed. I'm going to yeah. step away from the fridge and go do 20 jumping jacks because that's really what's going to lower my cortisol, not that piece of cake. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. And so again, yeah. part of this whole journey is just really becoming mindful. You know what I mean? Mindful about where we're at, what we're doing, and what do we want to achieve? Ask yourself that question. Start asking the questions, how can I? Instead of saying, when you say things like, I can't get healthy because I'm at home now, or I can't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. It literally, do you guys know that like we are all energy? You guys are energy. I'm yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. And it, sh- it shuts down that flow of especially creative energy when you start saying, no, I can't. I'm not able to. This is hard. And so I say things like, how can I? What am I able to do? What should I do in this moment? That when you start asking, yeah. like, oh my gosh. So, and yeah. that literally opens up the energy field, the energy field. And I'm not like energy, like hocus pocus. We're all energy. Yeah. You know, some people say, you know, I'm a Christian, but people say, oh, why are you talking about energy? Because God is energy. Yeah. yeah. How do you think he grows the flowers? Like, have you walked into a prison? There's an energy about it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And so versus walking into a, a baby ward where all the cute babies are there. You're like, oh, look at the baby. So there's yeah. an energy about everything. And so part of that is putting the energy out there to say, what can I do in this moment? How can I, and it's almost crazy because when you start asking questions like, how can I write a book? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I come alongside Monica Hannah and she's like, I can show you how to write a book. Yeah. Like it's all of a sudden when you ask those questions about how can I do it? It's like all of a sudden a book miraculously shows up or a podcast like you guys miraculously show up or a television segment miraculously shows up and answers your question. It's uh, crazy. Yeah. yeah it's, it's literally crazy how that starts to happen. And a little bit of that is reticular activation system where reticular activation system is like where you get a white Honda Accord. And, and then, then you, you see him everywhere. See him everywhere. And you're like, yeah. everyone's driving a white Honda. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. So what that is, is that's just reticular activation system. So the awareness is up. And so now you're looking for those things. So if you're looking for the positive. For the positive. Oh, so such a great yeah. tip. Don't find good. it. Yeah. And if you're looking for the negative, oh my gosh, you're going to find it everywhere. It's overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. So look for the positive and start saying, how can I, what can I do? Like, yeah. what, what, what is this timing and my life going to look like with my health? Like you said, Hey, after 9-11, my life drastically shift, shifted and it got better, right? After coronavirus, wow. In those, that month that I was at home, I got control of my family's nutrition. I got control of my health. I lost two pant sizes. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's right. what's going to happen. I love that. And meditate on that. Get a future vision of that too. We have to start thinking about where we want to be instead of saying things like, I can't. 
I, I said to Scott, mm-hmm. I said, I'd like to write a book that says, um, just say out loud what you want. Just say out loud what you right. want. Yeah. Have you ever just listened to Proclaim conversations? It. Right. This is like biblical, right? Like stake it in the yep. ground. And so like, I feel like many times when you look at what people are saying, what are they saying out loud? What they don't want to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I hope this doesn't happen. I hope that they don't shut this. I did like with your health. You hear it all the time. Well, I hope I don't have a heart attack. I hope I don't get diabetes because my, all my family got it. It's always what they don't want. I'm like, why are we even letting that out of the gates? Like we should be safe, <laughs> right? This is the like gates. the gates right here. The, the gates. Yeah. Like, whoa. Like, <laughs> I'm like, do not say it if you do not want it. Like, so start saying, start saying what you actually want out loud. Like, it's so crazy when you start doing that. It is like your mouth is a magnet. Your mouth is a magnet. Like you start start talking out loud what you want. Oh my God, this is going to be the best. Thank you, Lord, for giving me this opportunity to get healthy. This is going to be the best time with my family ever that I'm spending at home. I am going to be working out every day. Like start saying what you do want. Don't say, well, I can't go to the gym now. Oh, hum. You know what I mean? It's like, what? Start saying out loud what you want. Say it with me. My mouth is a magnet. My mouth is a magnet. Yeah, it is. I love it. So it good. is a magnet. Yeah. It's so when you start talking like that, it's crazy. It's it so good. powerful. I feel like we keep going forever. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is so we powerful. Could, you're such a beacon of light. Yeah. Uh, everything that you say is just rings truth through it. And uh, for people that are listening to this, how can they get that on a daily basis? Tell us where people can connect with you. Well, I definitely think you guys should follow me on Facebook because I post a lot of great things that are um, that get you thinking. You might not always agree with me, but it's going to get you thinking. And I think that I want my goal in life is not just to keep people in that complacency mode. It's to stretch them Mm -hmm. um, to lay down that new neuropathy in the brain. Move movement and your mood are directly connected. So if you're anxious, if you're worried, you got to move right now um, and connect with me on PFC plate. Um, that's our Facebook page. We also have a group for people that are actually eating on the plate. It's so beautiful when you go to PFC plate group, people have their plates and their kids are eating on the plates and they have pictures of what they're eating. So if you say, gosh, I have no idea where to begin, mm-hmm. get yourself a pack of the plates. They're 40 bucks. They're awesome. They come with two bone china plates and a little booklet inside and then get on over to PFC um, plate group, join the group. Because then you have a community that loves you and is supporting you. And also the most amazing ideas ever. Like I get ideas from our group because cool. people are so wonderful over there. So um, I would say definitely do that. Um, I do five and 25 workouts. The principle behind that is I choose five new moves every single day. We do 25 reps or 25 seconds and you do five sets. And the goal is to be done in 25 minutes. So it's called five and 25. And every single day it's different. There's no two workouts exactly the same. That's cool. And so, yeah, they're really cool. And someday it's, it's more cardio based. Someday it's more strength based. Someday it's more yoga based, like just totally whatever I'm feeling like that day, but it gives you a nice variety. I always say that's the benefit of having a fitness instructor who's somewhat ADHD. You get it all. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually my super strength, my superpower strength. And that's on Instagram uh, or Facebook? That's on Facebook. I do all of that. I've most, most of what I do is on Facebook right now. I need to get better. I'll be honest. I need to get better on Instagram. I'm praying that I'm getting better and I'm I, I'm saying it out loud. People coming into my yes. life that are helping yeah, me become right better yeah. in Instagram. They are like, they're already, they're like on their way to me right now. Like they're helping me to yeah. kind of expand my, my, um, 
just viewers there because I feel like I need to Instagram just grow. Game. Yeah. yeah, I need to up my Instagram yeah. game for yeah. sure. But and the little I've utilized it, it's been really effective. I've had a lot of people join my CBD business from Instagram, um, which are great business builders. These female right. entrepreneurs that are just my goodness, they're amazing. Um, and the ones that are doing the workouts, because every once in a while I'll post a workout on Instagram. People are like, "Oh my gosh, can we get more of those?" Mm-hmm. So I just my. I got to get over there and be consistent. I'm going to get over there and be consistent. Um, it's a goal of mine in 2020. Love it's, it. It's my Instagram. And a lot of your workouts, the five and 25 or other workouts that you do, you include your kids too. So right now, if oh, you've yeah. got a house full of kids with a bunch of energy, have them watch. And it's a great way for them yeah. to yeah. start a great routine and they see your kids doing it. And it's basic stuff. Again, anybody can do it. You know, so I feel like my demographic that I help is like everybody. Like it's like literally from the toddlers. I got moms sending me videos of them working out with their toddlers. Seriously. And yeah, my toddlers love to to follow along when I'm doing something. Yeah. 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 Kids love it. And I I always tell adults, you know, parents, more is caught than is taught. Yeah. They're catching things that you're doing, you know, and in all honesty, children sometimes learn more from other people than they do from their parents. Isn't that, I mean, it's just the truth. truth. Sometimes there's that relationship where, you know, maybe it's like a little bit of angst or they got something going on with their relationship. And all of a sudden they learn from somebody else. You put somebody else on. I mean, I don't know how many people over the years I've had call me and say, Renita, can you talk to my kid for me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And part of it is like, well, you need to empower yourself and be bold enough and get on the right track yourself. So you're the beacon, right? But yeah, I can talk to both of you, both you and your child um, to help get you on the right track. But I think kids, a lot of times they want fun. You know, they want movement. I mean, it's innate in us that our bodies are designed to move. If not, God wouldn't have given all these muscles and bones and ligaments. So like, we're supposed to be in motion. Um, And now I know that motion, here's the truth. Like studying all this stuff with my mom with Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and dementia and all this sort of thing. um, They took a group of people. Here's a true story. They took a group of people that had Parkinson's. It's a scientific study. They had Parkinson's. So it was like a neurodegeneration in the brain. And they took them completely off their medications for eight weeks. And they did the scientific study where they did this, uh, these exercises every day, they had them exercise. And they basically with Parkinson's, they say, give her hell, get up and fight. That's kind of the motto because mm. with Parkinson's, you get slow and your movements get really short. Mm. Like they stagger, they, mm-hmm. their penmanship becomes a line. They can't write. It's really small. So their whole thing is go big, go big, push back the resistance. That's really yeah. what they teach them anyway. And so my, they, at the study, they um, had people that were in walkers using walkers and using canes. And they had them and they gave them no medication, no Parkinson's medication. And they had them just exercise every single day, like for 30 minutes a day. That's it. And after eight weeks, the people that had walkers were walking without walkers. I mean, it was literally, they said Mm -hmm. that it had literally changed their entire brain by exercising every single day. And so it was undeniable. It was a scientific study. They documented it in a clinic. I mean, it was pretty crazy. So if we are getting slower stagnant bodies we have right. a slow stagnant brain you guys yeah so yeah. we have got it makes me want to get up right now do you guys want to get right. up and run in place all right go, yeah <laughs> every once in a while i call that feed fire i foot yeah. fire foot fire i see 20 seconds of foot, foot fire, fire. get yeah. it going get your body get your blood pumping but yeah move during this season it's a huge opportunity Kids yeah. will do foot fire with you, by the way. You tell your kids foot fire. Foot fire, they jump up. Kids are dinner. always on board for foot yeah. fire, right? Love it. <laughs> totally. So, so yeah, Facebook, yeah, Facebook, Instagram. And I also have a YouTube channel um, at PFC Plate. 
Um, and I also have one called CBD Family, um, a YouTube, two YouTube channels on there. Not as much content over there, um, but you'll get like 20 to 30 really awesome videos um, nice. on different things you can do and learn and grow. And hey, this is an opportunity. We can all have probably have our PhDs after this thing's over. Yeah, right? Like sure. we'll be so smart. Yeah. This is awesome, actually. Yeah. I love it. So we'll include all that stuff in our show notes. So if people want to check out our show notes, it'll be included in there where you can connect with Renita. And then if people want to connect with your CBD business, we'll put that link as well for you. Yeah, I buy domain names like some people buy purses. So <laughs> I just bought CBD4Corona.com. www.cbdforcorona.com i linked it to the canaway website so but you know for those of you that are at home and wondering about what supplements to take i should tell you up the vitamin c yeah up the vitamin d uh up the vitamin a or just start eating a lot more carrots and uh, vegetables and fruits but especially the orange ones because they literally create a wall around our lung epithelial like around our lungs they literally create like, they're like Marines around the cells of our body so that if you would get Corona, guess what happens? It doesn't become pneumonia Yeah, because you have that line of defense. So vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc is a great thing to take right now. Eliminate the sugar. Just started eating on the PFC plate because then you're not eating any sugar and you're stabilizing your blood sugar, yeah. which increases your immune system. CBD for sure. They should be taking um, lots of water. You want to be well hydrated because when you're dried out, that's when you're more susceptible to any virus. So How many milligrams sure of uh, CBD do you recommend? Um, you know, for me, I take about 75 milligrams a day. That's okay. sufficient. I uh, I always advise people when you're first starting, um, it's not a dosage like medication. It's a serving size because we consider it to be more of a food or a nutrient mm-hmm. that our bodies need. So 50 milligrams for adults is really a great amount. And then 25 for children. Um, and you want to split that in half. It has about a 12-hour sh- shelf life in it. Um, I love Canaway because it is a, a, you know, some people sell water-based CBDs because they're cheaper. If you're taking a water-based CBD, you have it's expensive not the full urine, spectrum, right? Yeah. No, one, it's expensive urine because you get, you're going to get it in the cells fast, but it's also going to come out of the cells fast. Uh, and when you study the endocannabinoid system, it's a lipid-based system. Lipid is fat. Fat, right? It's a fat-based system. So you, when you have a fat-based system, you need a fat to attach to that for it to actually stick. And so, um, yeah, so 25 milligrams in the morning and night for an adult and for a child, you can just do 25 milligrams split in half, you know, 12 and a half morning and night. Um, but you know, that's a, that's a place to start. You know, I know people right now that have stage three cancers on my team that are taking 300 milligrams a day. Right. Um, so there's no toxicity limits. The government tested at, if you didn't know this, the government took out a patent on CBD yeah, and they I tested that, at, yeah. yeah, they tested at 700 milligrams a day. Uh, 700. Not, so I'm wow. telling you to start with 50, right. uh, but 700 milligrams a day is what they tested um, people that had strokes and concussions. And they actually said that nothing bad happened. Neurogenesis actually happened, which means they regrew new right. brain cells. And they said it was a higher anti-inflammatory than vitamin C or vitamins E. Right. That's what the, the the patent said. And there's only one company that has licensing rights to that government patent. It's Canna Life Sciences. It's our sister company. So awesome. um, that's, that's yeah, cool. it's really awesome. So make sure that you're taking a super high quality. You got to question everything because that, that space is the wild, wild west. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, read sure. the book. Read my yeah. book and you'll understand it's kind of crazy um, what's out there right now. But it's a big industry. Yeah. You know, it's going to $57 billion. It, was, it ended last year at $800 million. And it, by 2025, 
they predict it's going to be a $57 billion industry. So the growth is exponential and it's crazy what's happening. So it's just understanding quality, safety, right? Those are very important things right now, quality and safety. We want people having a great life experience, not getting sick or hurt from products. So be very careful. Yeah. Is what I'd say. Good tips. Definitely good good tips. Vaden, you got say No, that was great. Yeah, it really was. You're such a bright light. And for anyone that is listening to this, I'm sure, uh, they're going to want to follow you. So thank you so much for taking some time today and sharing these great tips with everyone. You guys, thanks for having me. I hope that yeah. you're going to do foot fire as soon as we get off of this. Footfire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> foot fire here and there throughout foot the day. Fire. Every yeah. time you just think about foot fire, think I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah 20 let's... seconds. Do it. Put on your phone. Put on your phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, constant I think maybe, reminder. Hey, should we start a foot fire revolution? Maybe this yeah, could go viral. Should. We should film ourselves going uh, foot fire. Yeah, the uh, foot fire challenge. The, corona, the yeah, foot fire yeah. challenge. So what yeah. happened? Well, I, I hash, can see this. This hashtag. is how yeah, we're yeah. going to do this. Now, if I start doing it, I'm hashtagging you guys. Then you got to yeah, get with right. it. And you got to take a yep. little video of yourself doing foot fire. Yeah, foot fire and, challenge. Uh, this corona will be foot fire. viral. The corona foot fire. You guys corona got it? Corona foot fire. Yeah, we got it. We'll do it today. We yeah, we'll do it. I'll do it. We'll do it today. We'll do it today on Instagram. Do it today. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll, hash, I'll, I'll Corona, tag you guys out it too. Corona, Corona footfire. Foot you got it? Right. I love it. So good. We have yep. a plan. Got a plan. <laughs> Great. That's awesome. Cool. So right, good. Awesome. I Thank love you it. so much. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank this you for awesome. having me, you guys. God bless you. Have a great day, okay? Yeah. yeah. Bless you too. All right. Enjoy your rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. If you liked today's episode, you can find more information at mycorneroftheuniverse.com. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you. Have you heard of light therapy? What about photobiomodulation? A fancy way of saying light therapy. Or stem cell activation. That's right. I said stem cells. The big buzzword in health that no one can afford. Well, you can afford it now. Head on over to my corner of the universe forward slash support the show, and click on LifeWave. They offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. You can't beat that. So head on over to my corner of the universe forward slash support the show and get started today.